Find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. What a very busy week it's been already. And here we are at the midway point. Amy Ryan taking things over in Studio 1A. It's time now that we turn our attention and focus on elder law. It's something we do each and every Wednesday now. Relatively new date. We spend some time talking with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in the land. Good morning to you, Miss Sherry. How are you today? I'm very good, Amy. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Things are busy. They're so busy. I had to wake up this morning and I said, now what day are we on? Well, I think I'm taking me a few, you know, take me a couple of weeks to get used to coming over here on Wednesdays instead of Mondays, but... It's nice though. I, I like that we break get to, it's, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a break in the week and... So often we we start these conversations and I feel like we don't really get an opportunity to delve into some of the the specifics. And now I think we see so many blended families. We see folks, you know, I was talking about my situation. Um, Maybe there's been a remarriage. uh, maybe, Maybe there's been a divorce and you're with a new partner that you've been with for a long time, but you never got remarried. And there's almost this assumption about what will happen if you don't have your affairs in order. And things aren't automatic. Just because I've been with someone for 20 years, it doesn't mean that if he were to pass away, I would automatically you know, get anything or have a say for him medically if it was needed. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yes, we absolutely can. And really, it's not just a question of who's responsible for, can can make decisions for you for medical perspective, but financing. So oftentimes with long-term relationships, marriage or, you know, marital or not, uh, there's a lot that, you know, there becomes an aspect of financial dependence as well and an expectation, including just a statement, when I die, this is going to happen, or you're going to get this, you're going to get that. And, um, but if it's not in writing, then, you know, much of this stuff just does not happen. So I, and I feel like we see these um, different family situations, whether it's remarriage, blended families, you know, uh, children from a previous marriage and now shared children together. And I think we see more of that today than we did 30, 40, 50 years ago, it is a more common thing. Do you uh, kind of see the same thing? Yes, I do. And I, what I see is people, um, you know, in different situations for different reasons. But, you know, you'll have couples that have been together for, you know, 20, 30 years, not get, you know, without being married, and maybe they finally do get married. And then the kids are like, oh, well, you're a new wife. Well, I might be a new wife, but I've been around, you know, in this role for 30 years, say. And so then there becomes some, uh, you know, so what used to be as far as the, the pattern of things, perhaps during this 20 or 30 year relationship, uh, expenses were paid routinely by, you know, one party. And now we've gotten married and all of a sudden this, you know, why are you, why are you paying these expenses for this person? Well, cause it's my spouse, you know? And so, um, you know, so where I see is the relations, the question is, is what is the relationship financially as, as to, what happens as to between these two people and then what happens for the family members. And so maybe I might've really uh, laid to this last week, I think, you know, situation where 
mom remarries, owns the family home, um, you know, in the course of the safe 20, 30, maybe, you know, long-term second marriage, we see lots of long-term second marriages, um, puts the home in joint names with the spouse, okay? Um, mom dies, uh, not too long after, and this is actually, you know, situation now, dad, uh, stepdad dies. Well, children of mom say, okay, well, you know, we need mom's, you know, we want to you know, move back into mom's house. Or we want to do something with mom's house. And uh, well, it's not mom's house anymore because mm-hmm. mom had it jointly owned with stepdad. Stepdad clearly survived mom. So it's stepdad's house now. Stepdad has said, of course, his house is yours. You know, that's his world. That's his, he's always acted that way. He's always said that, but he never does a will. He never does an anything to do that. And, you know, and unfortunately with, with uh, COVID and everything like that, we're seeing a lot of examples of people, you know, multiple members of families mm. passing away within relatively short you know, times of each other. So then stepdad dies without having written a will, doing a deed, doing an anything that sends his property to his stepchildren. He dies no will, so his kids get everything. And the stepkids, whether they're, whether you're married for one year or 10 years or 50 years, a stepchild has no relation to you unless you adopted them. Legally, Legal, you have to legally, legally adopt legally them. Legally adopt them. So, so now I've got a frustra- you know, frustrated people um, who um, can't do anything. Because, and I'm saying you know, now the stepchildren, you know, his children, could do the right, the morally correct right thing and, you know, give you the house back. And maybe, you know, and oftentimes what we have is like, you know, a couple of them are totally willing to do that because they don't care about the house. It was never their house. They don't care. Um, but then there's at least one. There's always one. There's always one. There's always <laughs> one that says, wait a minute, that house is worth $400,000. You know, this is our asset. You know, clearly stepmom wanted dad to have this house. And maybe she did and maybe she didn't. There's a variety of reasons why people put... One, I think if you're ever going to do anything with the deed to your house, I don't care that you can get a blank deed and fill it out and find a notary and sign it and get it recorded all without the assistance of a lawyer. Please, 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 please spend a little bit of money and talk to a lawyer about what you're doing and what the long-term impacts of what you're doing is. Because people will go to the courthouse, they will file, they will hand write out deeds, they will record them which actually changes the ownership of their house, gives other people rights to their house, which for many people is the largest, you know, most valuable asset they own, but they won't talk to a lawyer about it. And, you know, and then there's nothing we can do. So when we come back, let's let's talk a little bit about what that looks like when you don't do that and how how it can change things and, and impact things. We are focusing this Wednesday morning on Elder Law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be back with more. You're listening to the Great Voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. Thanks for listening. It's my favorite. And we appreciate you telling your friends about us. I tell my friends to listen. The stations of WSBB. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. 
After more than five hours of debate, Volusia County school board members have voted to rescind the temporary student mask mandate policy after just two days in effect. The board's chair, Linda Cuthbert, making the motion after disruptive behaviors from students and parents created conflict on several area school campuses. More now from the school board's Carl Persis. Ms. Cuthbert's felt that while she still believed uh, strongly in the uh, capability of mass mm-hmm. uh, stopping the spread, she just was a little unnerved by the disruption that had been occurring in our schools on Monday and on Tuesday with parents becoming very angry and uh, challenging principals and students, and she felt it was being very disruptive to our campuses, and so with a very heavy heart. She made that motion. School board members were sharply divided on the issue, but in the end felt the unrest between students and parents were detrimental to the learning environment. Persis says that parents who elect to send their children to schools without a facial covering will need to provide a written notice to school officials. It was a three to two vote to rescind the policy. However, now it does require is for parents who do not wish for their students to wear a mask. They need to have some kind of a written form on file. It's not a medical exemption. It's just an opt-out. We actually will have a uh, the official opt-out form on our uh, Bush County Schools website that they could download, but also we will take uh, just written notes from parents. So that's where it stands now. And when it comes to vaccinations, Dr. Lee Beers, the president of the American Academy of Pediatrics and the medical director for community health and advocacy at the Children's National Hospital, says following the FDA's recent full approval of the vaccine raises the importance of vaccine education. The COVID-19 vaccine is authorized for adolescents and adults ages 12 and up, and it is a safe and effective vaccine. You know, I, the American Academy of Pediatrics, I as a pediatrician, um, you know, my my medical colleagues, I absolutely recommend the, the vaccination for all who are eligible. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This Volusia County 2020 News Update is brought to you by Volusia Eye Associates, providing medical and surgical eye care, advanced surgical care, local convenience. Hi, I'm Dr. Hank Ralph. I want to thank the readers of the Hometown News for once again voting us the best. At Volusia Eye, we are honored to provide advanced eye care to the people of our community with the latest surgical technique, including dropless cataract surgery, the eye stent device for glaucoma, the panoptics trifocal intraocular lens, and now the light adjustable lens. Learn more by calling us today or visiting volusiaeye.com. Fall is finally here. At the Corkscrew Bar and Grill, we celebrate fall. Meet your friends to dine al fresco and toast the season with a pumpkin pie martini. Feast on swamp pasta or our popular NSB Cuban. Join us for football and enjoy your favorite appetizers. Drop in on Mule Mondays and entertainment. And every day, happy hour starts at 1130. Check us out on the web and Facebook. Or call 386-957-3955. Come join your friends at the Corkscrew Bar and Grill, New Smyrna Beach. 2020 showed us just how uncertain life can be. And the year brought some major changes for so many. Do your will, estate plan, and last wishes still meet your needs? Aiken Law can help answer your questions and make any updates that may be necessary. 
Take charge in 2021 and get an estate plan review. If you don't already have an estate plan, now is the time to get all those documents in order. Sherry Aiken can help you take care of your affairs by advising you on the necessary steps to carry out your final wishes, help you put those plans in place, and ensure you have all the necessary documents in order and up to date. Phone and video appointments are available. Call Aiken Law at 386-738-5599 or visit them online at aiken-law.com. That's A-K-I-N-L-A-W.com. Making your business their business. The DeLand Area Chamber of Commerce is excited about new opportunities to help with cost-effective advertising and marketing, networking, and avenues to help build your business. With new sponsorship opportunities and major events held every single month, now is the perfect time to let the DeLand Area Chamber advocate for you. You're invited to start each week with Office Octane, breakfast, coffee, and programming designed to promote and motivate. Just one of the ways the member benefits are endless. Learn more now at DeLandChamber.org. Just for you. And we are back, continuing our focus this Wednesday morning on elder law. We are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Ms. Sherry, for folks that are tuning in this morning and listening, if they want to reach out and get in touch with you, maybe they have some questions, what's a good way for them to go about that? Well, they can call me in DeLand at 386-738-5599. Or they can email me at radio at Aiken, and that's spelled A-K-I-N dash law, L-A-W dot com. So we have been talking this morning about, you know, we, we see all different types of families, remarriages, divorce, um, maybe folks have been together for years and years, they didn't get married, uh, children from a previous marriage. And before the break, you stressed the importance of the deed. So what would someone need to do in a situation where they've been with someone for years or they have someone in mind um, with regard to their own home that's in their name? What do they need to do? Well, one thing that people need to understand is that regardless of inheritance laws or will provisions of wills and stuff like that, initially how a property, how pro- property of any kind, bank accounts, real estate, how it is owned, how it is titled, that's going to control first and foremost what happens to it when uh, somebody passes away. So, for example, um, you pass away and you've got a bank account and you've got two people's names on it. Well, one person passes away, the other automatically becomes the owner of that bank account, regardless of a will that would say, I give all of my assets to somebody else. The ownership of that account is what's going to govern that. Same thing with real estate. So, for example, if you have a real estate that is owned by a husband and wife, and maybe it was owned by one of the spouses prior to marriage, um, and over the course of the marriage, the, um, the spouse's name gets added to it, well, that spouse is a co-owner okay, of the property. So at the death of one of them, the other of them automatically becomes the sole owner. So the fact that there might have been a prenuptial agreement that says, we're only going to get, you know, this and that, or, you know, where assets are going to go, or a will that would maybe even devise that house to somebody or that real estate. And let's pretend it's just real estate, not just your homestead, right. special rules for dealing with homestead, but um, that, that it's, it's the ownership. 
So you can't change the ownership. You know, I got a house that's owned by, you know, Joe and Mary. And Joe dies and he's got a will that leaves all of his real estate to his children from his first marriage. Well, this house that's owned jointly by Joe and Mary is going to go to Mary. Right. Because the deed says it belongs to Mary. And so the kids come in and say, well, the will says we get all the real estate. And I'll say, well, you get all the real estate that goes, that is subject to the will. So if you've got assets, people, you know, people want to avoid probate by having beneficiary designations and co and co-ownerships and stuff like that. Because again, those, those contractual arrangements avoid the need of probate of, you know, using the will to move the assets from the decedent's name to somebody else. But what they don't recognize is that that, that ownership governs first, you know, and so like if you, you know, dealing with um, waiving spousal rights, which can be done after a marriage takes place to confirm that, you know, what I have is going to go to my kids and what you have is going to go to your kids and all. But, but again, a waiver of spousal rights, which would include a right of homestead, a spouse has a right and has an interest in your homestead property, the property where you live by statute, and that can be waived. But if the house is already owned by Mary and Joe, they, both names are on the deed. Waiving homestead rights doesn't matter because you're, they own it. You know, Mary owns it. So what happens in the event that Mary's name isn't on the deed? She and Joe never actually married, but Mary's been in that house with him for 30 years. Then when Joe dies, that house will pass either by his, well, I'm in here, Joe doesn't have a will. He didn't go see a lawyer, doesn't have a will. That, pa- that house would pass to Joe's heirs who would not be Mary regardless of the length of their relationship. And um, in the event that um, maybe he's, there's no family members, would the bank then take that? Is well, that how no, it yeah, works? There's no banking. You know, no one, again, no one takes anything. Okay. Um, I mean, if there is a, um, you know, obviously there's a, if there's a mortgage on real estate, regardless of who inherits it, whether it's a co-owner or a beneficiary, that mortgage has to be paid off. Right. So uh, uh, typically we look at, you know, people refinancing a decedent's mortgage. Sometimes if there's enough money in an estate, we might try to pay it off. But, um, uh, but no one takes it. If, if, if Joe dies without uh, not being married to Mary and um, no will and he doesn't have children, then we're going to start looking, do, does his parents still alive? If his parents aren't alive, we look to see if he's got any siblings. If he's got any siblings or even children of siblings that are alive, then those, I mean, we go pretty far out. We can get some pretty distant relatives, people who've never, ever met Joe, didn't even know Joe existed. Didn't know they had a didn't, didn't know third cousin existed. or what have you. I got in the state, it's got 38 people in it. My gracious. Yeah. And that's got to be so time consuming to have to go through and we need to track this person and, and well, that we, person. You know, we, we found them and then it, actually we've had two of them die during this administration. Oh so my we keep goodness. going back and amending stuff. It's real. It's really complicated. We are diving into some details today discussing elder law with Ms. Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be right back with more. You're listening to The Great Voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Don't let damages slow you down. in and out Cell Repair in Edgewater delivers fast, affordable, high-quality repairs for your phones, laptops, even tablets, too. Cracked screen, water damage, from buttons to batteries. The experts at in and out have you covered. Need a replacement part? How about the latest in accessories? Want to upgrade and save cash, too? Be sure to check out the huge selection of refurbished items, all at the best possible prices. And with the fastest service around, in and out will have you in and out in 
in no time. Open Monday through Saturday, 2327 South Ridgewood Avenue in the Pelican Cove Shopping Plaza, Edgewater. Call 386-410-5872. That's 410-5872. You're watching what you eat and you're exercising, but that stubborn fat, you know the fat I'm talking about? It's still there. Well, don't give up. You just need a little boost from Prime IV Hydration and Wellness. The Skinny Drip encourages the body to break down fat stores. It suppresses your appetite and increases lean muscle mass with their proprietary blend of B-complex vitamins, B12, and fat-burning amino acids. For more information or to schedule an appointment at your home or even office, visit PrimeIVHydration.com or call 386 428 4848 and get primed. Prime IV Hydration and Wellness, located on Canal Street in historic downtown New Smyrna Beach and Granada Boulevard in Ormond Beach. We couldn't do what we do without you. My radio station. Thanks for listening. The stations of WSBB. WSBB. And we are back. Talking with Sherry Aiken this Wednesday morning about elder law. Miss Sherry, one more time for folks that are listening, if they want to reach out and get in touch with you, what's a good way for them to do that? Give me a call over in DeLand at 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at Aiken-Law or stop in to see us. We're located just west of downtown DeLand at 600 West New York Avenue. We've been really having an interesting conversation this morning and, and getting pretty detailed about, you know, the, the different households and, and family situations that there are. And it, it's so important to be proactive because it's much easier that way, right? Then how often do you get people coming to you after the fact when nothing was done or nothing was updated going, help me, how do you fix this? Well, you know, the after the fact is one, somebody's passed away without any documents or two, somebody has, you know, they've gotten sick, uh, they've become disabled, they've become uh, incapacitated to the point that they cannot make these choices or make these uh, directives for themselves. And, and unfortunately, that does happen. And so it's really important that along the way, regardless of what you want to do, that you seek, uh, you know, competent counsel to assist you with that because a lot of the issues we've had recently deal with people who have literally just gone and written a deed for their house and put in, put their you know put somebody else's name on it and but they but and and again you don't have to you do not have to have a lawyer to do a deed for your house but once you record it it has legal impact mm-hmm. and so you know so we have people saying well I put this person's name on it maybe it was a family member maybe it wasn't because I wanted them to have it and I didn't want to go to probate but now that relationship is soured. I changed my mind. I want to do something else. And so I need to do a, I need, they come in, I need to do a deed to take the person's name off. And I'm like, well, we can't do that. You know, cause again, you have given your house right. to this individual. When you recorded that deed that you wrote by yourself, that you didn't talk to a lawyer about, you gave your house to this person. Oh, I thought I could just undo it. No, it's not that easy. No, it's, it's no, you can't do it. Cause you have made a gift. Now, if the individual wants to cooperate and, um, you know, and, and sign a deed back over to you. Yeah, we can do that. But typically speaking, if you're sitting in front of me to do this, that person isn't wanting to do that. Right. I, I mean, how yeah. often do you see yeah. the cooperation well, happening? Pay, they didn't pay anything for it. I've been paying all the mortgages. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. That doesn't come, that, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, and just because you own something, does it, there's not a, you know, a presumption or requirement that you've paid something for it because somebody can make a 
life to you, right? So it's really, really important that along the way that you get, you know, representation um, and ask somebody before you do these things because you do this stuff and you can't undo it. And similarly, if you want to, you know, if you've got a messy family situation uh, or you've, you're, you're, you've got a longtime partner whom you does intend to benefit after you pass away, whenever that is, um, you really do need to have stuff written down. You need to have a real written will, a real will, really on paper, really signed, really witnessed and signed the correct way in order to make sure that that happens. Because otherwise, I mean, saying something to somebody, you know you're going to get this house. You know, I'm going to give you the house. You can right. have the house. I'm giving the house to you. All those words don't mean anything. And so to avoid, you know, leaving a catastrophe after you pass away, it's a good idea. I mean, that's what we, you know, we, we sell hopefully peace and comfort. That ultimately you can leave our office knowing that everything is set up the way you want it to be. Get it in writing. We yes. can't say writing, it enough. Writing, 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 yes. One more time, Miss Sherry, before we let you go, give us a good contact phone number and email address yeah. for you. Phone number is 386-738-5599. Email is radio at aiken-law.com. Miss Sherry, always a pleasure. We will do this all over again next week, same place, same time. We've got to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour. And then we'll get you right back to more of the very best music to get you through this Wednesday. Do make it a great today.